You're listening to the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. The Morning Buzz on 90.3. 90.3. 90.3. 90.3 WMSC. WMSC. WMSC Upper Montclair. Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is the Friday edition of the Morning Buzz. I am the host for just today. Kenny Horn, if you are a regular listener of the Friday Buzz, you're going to know that I'm not the usual guy. I'm usually the guy who's sitting on the back end, making sure things go okay. Today, Leslie Gallagher, our wonderful host, she's taking the day off, but I'm still joined by the wonderful co-host, Jake Guess, our newscaster, Anna Broadhead, and our sportscaster, Cameron Martin. That's great. Now, Jake, can you tell us what we got going on today? Oh, we got we got a whole lot going on today. We're going to talk about some likely changes in Floridian voting laws. We're going to talk about a possible shortage of Apple products. And uh, once again, a cow is on the loose. Ugh, I, hate, I just hate it when a cow gets on the loose. Yeah, no, it's like it's an just... everyday thing now. When is this going to stop? You ever just be walking around and you just see, boom, just... yeah. Thousand pound like farms, cow. like I don't know. I've never been to a farm in like a very long time, but they seem nice. Like, why can't they just stay there? I once went to Ohio for about a week because I've got a friend that lives there, and just a while ago, my friends and I, we were down there, and I remember we passed the whole friends farm. Don't let friends visit Ohio. <laughs> that was Carly Campbell. She is on the back end. <laughs> she is putting us there because Leslie usually would do that, but. <laughs> Right now, we were we were driving by a farm, and we, me and my friend, both in sync, didn't even say it. We didn't even say anything to each other about it. We just both went, cow! <laughs> it was great. But before I keep on rambling, Anna, can you give us the newscast? Of course. Um, good morning, Buzz listeners. This is Anna Broadhead bringing you this morning's top news stories. A stampede at a religious celebration that drew over 100,000 ultra-Orthodox Jews to a mountain in northern Israel late Thursday left dozens dead and many more injured. What was described as a human avalanche occurred as the people began falling on one another after a roof collapsed during the celebration. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu declared the event a terrible disaster. On Thursday afternoon, seven college students in Ohio and another man were indicted in the alcohol-related death of 20-year-old Stone Foltz, who was found unconscious after a fraternity party. Foltz died three days after he and other fraternity pledges at Bowling Green State University were each given and encouraged to finish an entire bottle of alcohol at an off-campus party. Foltz's death has renewed calls for Ohio lawmakers to increase criminal penalties for hazing. In Trenton, a driver was found fatally shot in a stolen car late Thursday evening. The driver, identified only as male, was shot and pronounced dead at a local hospital. His passenger suffered from seizures and was taken to another hospital. The Mercer County Homicide Task Force is still investigating the killing. Montclair State Class of 1990 graduate Peter Mercutio released his book, Our Subway Baby, which details the journey of him and his partner, Danny Stewart, in finding an abandoned baby in New York City and a eventually adopting the baby, who is now known as their son, Kevin. The book, published in 2020 by Penguin Random House, is a selection on the ALA Rainbow Book List for young readers and a Lamba Literary Award finalist. If interested, you can find out more about the book on penguinrandomhouse.com. 
And now for a quick weather, weather report. It's going to be a cloudy day in Montclair. The high for the day is 67 and the low is 41. Sunset will be at 7.52 p.m. tonight. That's it for today's news update. This is Anna Broadhead reporting for WMSC 90.3. Thank you, Anna. I've got one question, and I know what the answer is, but I can't. I have to say it anyway. Do you think Peter Mercutio is related to like Romeo and Juliet Mercutio? Mm, maybe there's a lineage connection maybe. there. Maybe. Well, why else would you write books at that point? Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Where do you think his writing heritage came from? Maybe. Oh, exactly. Like you, ne you never know. Maybe on or something. But can you die at like thirteen or something? Cam, can you tell us what's going on in sports? So, in the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the NFL draft was literally last night. But before we get to that, league MVP and 17-year veteran Aaron Rodgers said he wants out of Green Bay. After years of frustration with the front office, the 37-year-old said he will not return to the Packers. GM, the GM of the Packers came out last night and saying he, there, there's no intention of trading Aaron Rodgers. The Packers didn't further Rodgers' frustration by taking Elijah Stokes, another non-offensive player. Soaks, however, is a great pick for the Packers and looks like he's going to be re replacing Kevin King. Like I said before, the NFL draft took place last night. And then here's a recap of what happened. Trevor Lawrence went number one to the Jaguars, along with teammate Travis Etienne. Looks like the Jacksonville Jaguars are creating that Clemson connection. Zach Wilson and Elijah Vera Tucker went to the Jets. Heisman and Devonta Smith went to the Eagles. The Giants took Kadarius Tune. Jalen Wallace to Miami. Najee Harris went to the Steelers. Matt Jones landed to the Patriots. Looks like a lot of Alabama had a lot of first round guys as seven of them went in the first round last night. In the MLB, the Yankees completed their series against the Orioles yesterday in the Camden Yards. Glaber Torres hit an RBI double to force extra innings, but Cedric Mullins' sack fly was deep enough for Ramon Ugaris to give the O's the 4-3 victory. Houston hosted Milwaukee last night. Kevin Porter dropped a 50-piece double-double, a day removed from paying a $50,000 fine as the Rockets scored a huge victory over the, over the Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo is out without the injury. In Montclair State news, Taylor Brown continues to collect accolades. The senior guard was named to the Division III All-American. She's the ninth player in program history to be named. Congratulations, Taylor. Baseball took on William Patterson yesterday. A 10-run third inning, including four RBIs for Michael Murphy, was enough to give the Red Hawks a 12-9 victory. It's game day, Red Hawks. After yesterday's victory, baseball hosts the Pioneers today at three at three thirty. The Red Hawks are, make, are looking to make it five straight wins. If interested, first pitch is at three thirty at Yogi Berra Stadium. Softball hosts a doubleheader against Rowan tomorrow. Baseball heads to Rowan to take on the props of their own doubleheader. CSAC playoffs start tomorrow as men's lacrosse head down to Union to take on the Cougars of Kane, and the women's lacrosse championship is on tomorrow. Spring Field. If interested, the game starts at two. The Red Hawks take on the live TCNJ for the NJAC title. Good luck to all the teams. And that is your sports report for the day. Thank you, Cam. I, I can finally say this on air. I, I've always been saying it on the back end. I love it when when he says, it's game day, Red it's Hawks. It's game day, Red Hawks. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's so it's Or he gets you a little high. And you're not going to the game. No, it we're not going to you. the game. But, but, just, but it makes you happy to know what's going on. Yeah, it's just, it's like his thing. I love it. I love it so much. But Jake, let's move on to the actual stories for the day. Can you tell oh me what's boy. going on I guess Florida, we'll have to. the land where everything is bad because Florida. Yep. And guess what? It gets worse. No. Oh, hey. So Florida Republicans, because of course, 
passed voting limits in a broad election bill. Um, it's set to usher in a host of voting restrictions in one of the most critical battleground states in the country, adding to the natural push by GOP state lawmakers to reduce the voting process. This is coming from the New York Times. Uh, the new bill would limit the use of drop boxes, add more identification requirements for those requesting absentee ballots, uh, require voters to request an absentee ballot for each election rather than receive them automatically, and limit who could collect and drop off ballots. And uh, it would also further empower partisan observers during the ballot, the ballot counting process. Um, so those are some of the restrictions. Um, Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican, uh, has indicated his support and is expected to sign it. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but I think this is kind of sus. Well, tell us why. I, I, I do. It's, I don't know. Give me a rant. Why are you making voting harder? You know, there's no reason for it. Voting could be a very easy thing, you know, with mail-in voting and just the normal walk-in stuff. Like, I don't know, it's making voting, like this stuff, like not sending out absentee ballots automatically, why not? Like literally there was no problem with it unless like, I mean, people will try to tell you there was, but there wasn't. So I don't know, it feels very sus. I agree, that's, that's a good way to put it. I, would, I like the like the phrasing you guys do on the show, like that's sus, <laughs> that's, not, that's nothing that comes up on my day. But yeah, I completely agree. It it just doesn't make sense to me logically about putting restrictions on voting because it should be accessible to every eligible American mm -hmm. who yeah. can vote. I think like political parties aside, voter engagement is like a great thing. Like this past election, we, or presidential election, excuse me, we blew past like the margins of previous voters and it doesn't matter who won but that's a great thing like having mm -hmm. so much voter engagement I think this will like restrict that especially in such an important state like Florida and Florida's changing so much in their voting patterns so I definitely think this could be like a political strong arm to try to get them to go one way but hopefully people are still enthused and willing to put in the extra effort to get their vote out there. And like yeah, Anna hopefully. said before, like Anna said before, you know, there's a lot of a lot of engagement for people who wanted to vote. Everyone's at, like the the past election we had a lot of people that want that were interested in voting. And you know, just be, having this restriction, it's kind of making people I, I don't think that it's gonna be a, a dip in voting numbers, but it's gonna make people kind of like it's gonna make people hesitant about going out and voting if they can't if they're restricted on what they can do really. So it's just for Florida it, it, I agree. It is a, a political a political game that uh, the, the Republicans are trying to do down in Florida. Yeah, it, it seems like in a lot of these situations, and this is just my own personal feeling, is this it doesn't reflect the station or anything like that. But it feels like it goes into politics and how that could, like, for example, this is a Republican-pushed bill. I feel like, in my own personal opinion, it's like it's done for more Republicans trying to gain power. Yeah. Not power, but voting just they're trying to gain more footing. Yeah, no, it's kind of like um, I don't know. 
like sus. help. Yeah, well, it's very sus. It's very uh, not cool. It's very um, kind of, I don't know, party foul. Well, yeah. I don't know. This is the worst party ever. This is party, but. <laughs> I feel like it could kind of backfire on them because Florida has so many old people and a majority of the old people do tend to vote Republican. And if they have these restrictions where there's less drop boxes, they have to remember mm -hmm. to request ballots. And like so much of this is now going to be electronic for them. I feel like, you know, at 85 years old, like, do they, yeah. it, like, is it worth it for them to like put that effort through? Cause like, if you now have to drive 30 minutes versus five to drop off your ballot, you know, is it a shrug your shoulders and move oh, totally. on kind of deal? So I feel like it could, you know, backfire on them a little bit. Yeah, I could see that potential being there, but um, I don't know. It's, it's hard, like just, I don't know. I I'm not sure how the repercussions of this could spread out. Like, you know, who affects, who affects it more? Who is this actually like likely to stop, you know? Um, but I, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but like like you said, the repercussions you don't really know because you can't predict the future, but it could be something similar to Georgia where the, it affects the economy. Yeah. It's, or like other groups disproportionately. Yeah, and I know you bring up a good point. It, it could backfire. Because many people... Like... In, well, Florida's the retirement state. They shouldn't call it the sunshine state. It should be called the... Oh, the, yeah. The called the, I don't yeah. know. I mean, Florida, especially like with their governor, has kind of been all over the place. Like, I'm actually in Florida right now visiting oh, my grandmother. Oh, that's crazy. What's it? <laughs> we, yeah, we both got vaccinated. So I was like, I haven't seen her in over a year. Let me go take yeah. a trip. And as soon as I got off the airplane, I was reminded that it's a mask optional state. And I was like, oh boy, I am here. <laughs> oh and man, it's, that's crazy. It's just like crazy. It's kind of a different world. So I'm not necessarily surprised that they're putting voting restrictions on people, to be honest. Yeah, that's Florida for you. That's how Florida is nowadays. Wow. All right, we've that's talked enough about Florida. I always, I always, I always get sad when I talk about Florida because it's <laughs> yeah, you got to put a limit on Florida right talk. There. Nothing ever <laughs> seems to go right there. So Jake, can you tell us about something that will make Android users very happy? <laughs> yeah. So. We might be seeing it might be a little bit hard to get an ipad or a macbook uh in the future uh this is a story coming from npr so apple warns that it can't make enough ipads and imacs to keep up with demand thanks to a global shortage in semiconductors that has already disrupted production at almost every major car company um that's pretty crazy. I don't really know what a semiconductor is or what it does. I'm not a, not a nerd, but uh, I don't know. I, I wonder how much of, like, how much, you know, like, are they going to be, like, unavailable for a bit? It said um, Apple's chief financial, um, financial officer said late last Wednesday that the lack of supply will cut sales of both products and lop off between Three billion to four billion of its revenue in the next three months. Oh no! So I guess this is a soon thing. What are they gonna do, Apple? I, I don't know. They're gonna. I don't know. They'll have to get a loan or something. <laughs> <laughs> get, get get a loan from Android. Imagine that. Yeah. Knock on Jeff Wait, hold Bezos up. door. <laughs> so Kenny, story. are you an Android user? No, no. I got I got me 
I'm, I'm a blue person. I'm a blue person. Oh, okay. When cool. you text me, I'm not the green guy. Nice. I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just like. I thought it. you were spreading some uh, Android propaganda for a second. Oh no, I would never do that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I would never try to give that impression. Ever. Listen, listen. That, that's that's a that's a pet to all Android users, low key. So uh, I want to relax with Android users, like my father himself. Mm. Okay. Well, so what are y'all thinking? Y'all, yeehaw. Okay. I can't resist whenever I say y'all. <laughs> it just brings out the the Floridian in me. Okay, so it's odd. On one hand, I have both these things. I I, I use them every day. So um, it's it's kind of sad to think that maybe for some people, they might not be available. But also, I don't know, Apple making less things is probably not the worst thing ever. Like, I don't know, is that a hot take? No, I wouldn't think so because I feel like, I, I, this is just stuff I've heard, that there's kind of talk about Apple monopolizing. Oh, that's true. The, the technology market. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> I made the joke that three to four billion, no, no, what are they going to do? Yeah, but like, yeah. that's that's kind of my point in that they do have that monopoly pretty much. And it, even though it's only temporary, it will set them back a little bit and make it more of a fair market. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I know Apple's like one of the worst companies when it comes to e-waste because so many of their products are kind of like one and done in the sense that Mm -hmm. it's either nearly impossible or it is impossible to like replace the battery or like replace a component to it so you end up just Mm -hmm. having to buy a newer generation of the one you had and give apple more money and so that's just creating a whole lot of e-waste but i think the problem is like again with the monopoly that they've created because everyone knows apple and it's so accessible i think like that's Mm -hmm. where they went right in whatever production design they did because it's all of their items are compatible with one another. They run mm-hmm. programs that you need and they're just like easy to use. So yeah. I think it'll take time to like branch out. Like, I mean, Google's coming up with a bunch of stuff, but this might be like a nice step back for Apple to slow it down a little bit. Yeah, Apple, maybe. Apple's, maybe. So far advanced, Apple's so far advanced in its time. Like when Siri came out back in 2011, this is like, wow, this is, this is, this is revolutionary. And you know, for them, that's probably like they don't want to be so so far advanced that it kind of just it just kind of just makes everyone's you know expects more more and more advanced advancements in technology over the years. Like having this having this shortage just allows Apple to you know take a step back and just you know replan, uh, replan recover, and just be able to uh, you know if, if make, make make ways to influence the future. Yeah, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you all a little computer lesson right now. I've got a bunch of friends who are really into building computers and all that stuff that I don't understand. But I have learned in conversation with them that MacBooks are really not actually that good. Yeah, no, I hear a lot about that. How like, uh, yeah. Yeah, the problem is that they're missing some of the like the essential fans. And that, and you'll notice that with how it's so slim. Yeah, that makes sense. They're missing some of the fans. So have you ever noticed, like, when you're doing something, like, it just gets really hot and it sounds like a bus? Just yes. Like, no, wait. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's because it's lacking the fans. And I've had things for school. Even I have an older model because, you know, saving money. And that's always what we like yeah. to do. I have an older model and there's something for school I had to do. It just couldn't do it. It just did not have the CPU power. I don't know if, if you could hear fans, this. It could have cooled down. Yeah. I don't know if you could hear this from my mic, but I'm turning it up and I got my, my thing is wheezing just from running Zoom and Safari. <laughs> wheezing. It's got smoke or breath. To. It's yeah. got smoke or cough. That's breath? Wow. That way off. <laughs> we know what you mean. We know what you mean. Yeah, but like, it's stuff. it just, it gets hot too. Like, no, it does. Sometimes like I really worry not... this thing's going to blow up. Oh, oh, I have a MacBook right in front of me, by the way, if I didn't make that clear. Yeah. Like, I, I remember yesterday, I feel, actually right now, oh God, like, I don't know, I'm always like, sometimes I do the buzz and I'm like, guys, if I just disappear for a second, it's probably because my MacBook exploded or something. <laughs> because sometimes I feel it and it's like, I don't know, 100 degrees. Anna, Cam, are you two MacBook users or iPad no. users? Oh, oh, oh thank, thank goodness, no, I, I'm not. I, after all the uh, the nonsense I heard about, you know, MacBooks and all that, I was like, you know what? Let me not get a MacBook. Let me let me not uh, suffer like this. Anna? I do have a MacBook. I got it last summer, and I will say, like, I like the utility of it. It's got all the programs I need, like the editing softwares and the That's what true. have yous, and they're all really compatible with Apple. And it's great that I can just like transfer things from like my phone to my computer, da da da. Um, my brother is also a what I would call a computer geek. He's a computer engineer. Um, oh wow, that'll do and it. He builds. Oh. Yeah, he builds his own computers and whatnot, be. and he always slandered me for using Apple. And I guess I understand where he's coming from, but also like. Uh, convenience like I don't really want to have to research another computer because I know that Apple's reliable enough and that's good for me yeah and uh, but he does bring up a good point people who do have that general expertise I feel like they pretty much just talk pretty badly about Apple products and I feel oh, like yeah. in what I've learned from that it's more just there are and every company is like this. They're more focused on the money than anything else. But I feel like that mindset comes especially out with things such as I'm touching it and oh, my hand hurts, something like that, <laughs> you know? And it's just really interesting to see the people that have more experience with it be like, oh yeah, you don't want that. And you bring up the point of editing software and all that. Really, it's not that, different on other computers because i my friends they built me a computer thank you friends thank you oh, so that's much sweet. it's so nice of them I, I had to pay for it and everything but that's they built it for me because i yeah, don't understand but i've got all my stuff on there and it works even better than on the macbook and you know to be fair it is much newer and it doesn't still, it, it doesn't uh heat up you can't go to hot pocket on it no i can't i tried i can't oh. it just stayed frozen that's that's awful you know i've actually I never like... had a hot pocket oh you what? know you're not missing out on anything i'm not oh i think you are missing out i don't know I, i'm not a hot pocket fan what, what, what flavor hot pockets did you get um i got like the the pepperoni one that's the main one right i thought that was like okay kind of gross and like 
there was like another one like the ham and cheese i thought it was like i couldn't even finish that like getting a hot pocket from the community pool snack stand is a memory ingrained in my brain and it brings back a lot of good times i remember it being really good that sounds wait, like a hold surefire up, hold up, wait, food poisoning hold up you got hot pocket at a pool but they're yeah, hot it was just like a community pool and there was like you went inside to like the clubhouse well yeah was... but like they're hot though why would you get one in the summer yeah, why don't you get like an icicle sun. see i'm sorry i'm like clocking your childhood memories. like if i need like a meal i'm gonna go for like a hot pocket because you can hold it in your hand and you can eat it you know okay i guess it is a meal and it's easy for teenagers to cook in like a miniature kitchen so yeah that's true Game get your hot pockets get your hot pockets okay. i mean you get you got to eat some before you go swimming right that's what they say yeah, yeah. exactly that's I mean, listen, the perfect I, I, I idea an issue with it. yeah but, what, let's circle back to the story though yeah <laughs> that's a, that, that is a far cry from yeah apple I'm, I'm gonna have to try a hot pocket i guess i've learned but there is one good thing to know about apple it's that it does have better virus protection yeah no that's true it definitely like, does you do run into that problem with windows i think a lot quicker if you yeah. don't like protect like, against it which a lot of people just don't know iPhones, how to do especially like, you don't really even have to get antivirus protection on your phone like oh you don't even it's think about virtually it virtually impossible to get in i feel like because you said your friends bit you kenny like a computer like a yeah. pc I feel like PCs definitely I would reach for something a bit fancier. Oh, yeah. But like when I was researching laptops, because a lot of them are like, it depends on what you want. Because gaming laptops definitely don't go with Apple because there's better things out there. But like, I feel like for, they've mastered the art of making a convenient laptop, you know? Exactly, yeah. which is why yeah. it's so because slim. Even though it might blow up on you, it's thin, it's light, it's got like a great screen, all the things you need. Like for a laptop, for a like a school laptop, mm -hmm. I'd yeah. say that's their their best products. Yeah, you're completely right. It's they've mastered the art of a convenient laptop. I I love that statement. But we were talking about how they're they just have advanced technology. They really do in some cases. And speaking of advanced technology, there is a restaurant, a new experimental restaurant in Brick, okay? So do you, are you guys close to Brick? I am. Brick? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't think so. I don't know where Brick is. It took <laughs> me a second to realize you were talking about a town when you said Brick. I was like... <laughs> Exit 89. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm south, southwest Jersey, so. Uh. Ah, okay. Well, so if you are in the Brick area and interested, you can visit Komodo Chinese Cuisine because it has a new contraption and it looks like a cross between a food processor and just a frying pan. It starts to spin and whir. Think about, think like a washing machine. It's about to get ready for its spin cycle, you know, but it's not going to clean its clothes. It's getting ready to cook. So the top opens up and a little side compartment is filled with a thick brown sauce. This is how they make their general so chicken and then catapulted into the pan. <laughs> I do love yes. to see that. Pew! But yeah. 
After 30 seconds, the container of fried chicken is then launched into the fray and steam begins to rise from up the lid vents. In under a minute, the lid rises again as the machine plays a robotic tune reminiscent of a Nokia cell phone ringtone from 2004. The sound is met by the sound of sizzling and sweet tangy scent of general cell chicken fill the air. That's insane. That is, I don't know. Robots are crazy. I don't like it though. I don't trust <laughs> it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna let. What I don't know. What's a robot gonna do? I, 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 I just listen. I just visualized that entire thing. I tasted the general Souls chicken. I, it's it's like, and that that's that's awesome. That's heaven right there. I, it's, it's a cool temperature. You know, there's always that human error, but like having the robots, you know, make sure that it's it's good. It's like you know, that's probably probably the most the most high quality general Souls chicken and just overall high quality food you can ever eat. Yeah, it's cool, but like jobs. Oh, I get that. I get that. But, I mean, that's inevitable, isn't it? Um, yeah, that seems to work where the future's going. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about having like an electronic robot with like hot sauces and like hot yeah, oil true. dripping off of fried chicken flying around. Like oil on a robot to me sounds like it could go badly. Yeah. Wait, that's terrifying. Oh man, if that robot wants to revolt, it can do it in just like two seconds. Yeah. Just a little change in like trajectory of the hot sauce from the chicken to, I don't know, the boss. The customer. Yeah. Yeah, it just burn somebody's face. No, honestly. It's the That's rise really of the terrifying. robots. Rise of the cooking robots. Oh. I, I, I need, I need, is there any like screenplay writers or something out there? Because I, I think we have like a like a billion dollar blockbuster right now. We got a oh, one. Instead of Rise of the Apes, it's Rise of the Kitchen Robots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, you've got the right idea. You got this. But I think it's I I prefer going to one of those sushi places where the plates come on a conveyor belt. Oh, that's fun. And you can just like pick up the little plates and then you put yeah. them in the dispenser and you play a game. Yeah, I like primitive. This, this makes no sense technology. if you like. You know, yeah, yeah. it's pointless, yeah, but it I've, looks I've, so fun. I've nice conveyor seen, belt. I like that. I've never, I've never been to one. I've never seen one of those. So like, just yeah, I don't think I have either. Like but I, I feel like I've seen them in like movies and stuff, and, and they look cool. Yeah, yeah. there's where, that. Where'd you, where'd you go for this? I just gotta know. It's Komodo Chinese cuisine in brick. So that's a summer trip. Got it. Yeah, and the place opened up recently, and I feel like I'm about to get made fun of for this too. But I've never had General So chicken. Wait, really? Never. What? <laughs> Wait, hold up. You were talking like I'm just surprised because the way you were talking about like mm, some like... sizzling and sweet tangy scent of General So chicken. <laughs> That's from the article. And it's like that was all acting. Like you didn't actually know what you're like. Wow. Good <laughs> that was all from the article. Cause... Yeah, like, wow. like orange chicken you've never even had that because it's like basically the same thing no what i just really? like chicken and broccoli are you kidding me what Dang. you're really missing out like yo really, that's really, a, it's so good yeah you never had jimbo so chicken you never had orange chicken yeah you wow i have not had now. a lot of things not yeah. that you're missing out definitely that's no, I, I recommend General Tso's chicken. That that was always like the highlight for me. Well, besides dumplings, like 
the highlight of the order. Exactly. Listen, well, when uh, Panda Express was on campus, like three times a week, I was getting General Tso's chicken. Don't stop, yo! I would. That's that's why I'm a flex right now so fast. <laughs> yeah. Now, okay. There is Panda Lantern now. I believe that's what it's called. It stands. Wait, that is. Wait, is that the sort of like knockoff? That's so funny that it's called Panda Lantern. It's, it's actually not called the same. paper lantern, according to Carly, our person. Oh, paper lantern. <laughs> my mistake. Oh, that I makes think more I was sense. Just grieving Panda Express, so it was still in my mind. Of course, of course, it happens. It happens to the best of us, Anna. So, what is it really that good, though? Yes, it's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. All right, and also I've got a question about orange chicken. What on earth does that taste like? Um, imagine chicken, but like more orange. That even mean? You know, like imagine, like I don't know, most kind of like sweet and sour sauce a little bit. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if I've ever had sweet and sour sauce. Oh my what? god! Oh my god! What are you? I've never had anything never... savory before. Oh my god! I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not much of a sauce kind of guy. Do you oh like if you go to McDonald's goodness. and you get nuggets and fries, you don't get any of the dipping sauces? No, so they ketchup. they say, "Do you ketchup. want any sauces?" I just say, "No." <laughs> oh no yeah well i mean except i i do have a bit of a redemption i do get the chick-fil-a sauce and i get a lot of it that's cool no that's that's that, that's solid though that's solid i don't like i think the chick-fil-a but, sauce kind of sucks but that's my that's my hot I take agree. it's not as good as people say it is yeah yo y'all 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 <laughs> need to re-examine your food choices that's all i'm gonna say at least i eat like General toast yeah. chicken and sweet yeah. and sour sauce. Yeah, no. I know what that We're experience here. is. Unlike some like people. Unlike some people. It, it, but it's not like I don't like it. It's just more like, you just never, never had well, I guess you don't know. You just get around it. Yeah. Well, listen, you it's live near like, brick. I like it how it is. Listen, you live near brick, get it done. Go go ahead and get try some, try some of that. <laughs> you got a good point. You got a really good point. But we're going to take... A bit of a break on the morning buzz here at 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. I do you think I have enough time on the break to eat some general so chicken? Yeah. Enough time? Cook it and everything. Maybe get a hot pocket. Oh, you could definitely yeah, finish a hot pocket. Finish a hot, hot, pocket. pocket. A hot pocket you could do for sure. Hot pocket I could do. It. Well, we don't have any, I would assume. Okay. They've just Next never time. been in my house. Next time. Next time. You could sprint to the grocery store and come back with a hot pocket. I'm sure you can do that. You know, there's a Wawa pretty close to me. Oh, for sure. If you got a skateboard, you could skirt over there. I I, I don't know how to skateboard. I can't do that. All right. Oh, that's crazy. But let's, let's go over to the break. I'm going to eat a hot pocket and just some general soda chicken while we're out. Uh, we will back be back relatively soon on the morning buzz. We are back here at the morning buzz. Thank you for tuning in. Up next, we have some more news stories, but we're, we're going to hit you with some little bit of a lighter stuff. Jake, can you tell us about Disaster Girl, who I haven't thought of in a very, very long oh, time? Oh, yeah. We're, we're going back to the internet uh, early days with these old memes. So you might know this, um, this image. Uh, it depicts a, um, well, Actually, let's take it back a bit. So this story brings us back to uh, one crisp Saturday morning in 2005 
When Zoe Roth was four years old, her family went to look at a house on fire in their neighborhood. So the firefighters had intentionally set this house on fire. Uh, it, it was a controlled fire. I don't, I don't know why firefighters do what they do, but they did that. So it wasn't a big deal. Uh, and neighbors gathered around to watch this fire. And this is the one. Oh, yes. This is what it looks like. So this photo was taken at this house burning. And it quickly made the rounds, um, made the rounds around the internet, and now it is an essential part of the meme canon uh, that um, kind of took place around the early two thousands, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, or I guess late two thousand. So, it was the late two thousands. Yeah, late 2000s. at least that's what if, I remember. If the picture was taken in two thousand five, then yeah. Um, now. After more than a decade of having this image endlessly repurposed as a vital, as a meme, um, the woman in the photo, who's 21 years old now, uh, has sold the original copy of the meme as a NFT, non-fungible token, for nearly half a million dollars. I'm confused. I have been wondering this for a little while now. What on earth is an NFT? Okay, so I don't know. But I, like, I, I, like, I don't know completely, but I do know it's like, it's basically like, you know how like files can be replicated and stuff like a JPEG, you just like save it. This is a very like a specific, like it's just this type of, this is the only one. All right, you know, we have unique. Carly coming in from the back end. She's gonna tell us what's going on with these things because I have no clue. Carly, please oh, hi. tell me. I'm Carly. I'm usually on the Thursday buzz, but today I'm on the Friday buzz because I guess yeah, we I, need an NFT expert. I'm not really an NFT expert, but I've <laughs> no been familiar us. because one of my favorite bands, Gorillas, had announced that they were doing them, and I got very upset. And I also did a little bit of research. So, say for example, I'm taking this from a Tumblr example, like a Tumblr metaphor. So, say for example, you're at the Louvre and you see the Mona Lisa, and you're like, wow. I want to buy that. That looks cool. And some random guy comes up to you and is like, hey, you like the Mona Lisa, right? Give me $2 million and you'll own it. And so you give them the money like you normally would. And you get basically a little tag that says your name, like this has been bought by say Kenny Horn and it gets placed in a broom closet. You're the person who knows where the specific broom closet is. And Essentially, you never own it in the first place. You just own the label that you get. And the person that sold it to you has never even owned it. And also, you're at the same time, you're, when you to give them the money, you're also saying, can you burn down the specific area of rainforest for me also? Because NFTs and cryptocurrency are causing a huge carbon footprint. Yeah. So, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, to, to, to like get the computers that keeps track of like their processes. Yeah. It it's, takes, it's insane. Like, They're running at high speeds at all times. Yeah, it so, takes countless amounts of servers sense. just for a JPEG of, say, that girl looking at the blaze. Like, you're basically giving money to a company that will essentially sustain it for as long as they have servers and energy. And keep in mind, it's enough, it's more energy than there is in some countries. So, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. NFTs. I remember. Guys. Right. Oh, well, thank yes. you, Carly. Thank you, I really Carly. appreciate that.
No we'll problem. see you back again here on the Thursday edition of Morning Buzz. But yeah, I'll hibernate for the rest of the week. All right, cool. <laughs> but I'm I'm still confused about it. Why? What's the point? Honestly, that's what I think a lot of people are asking. I mean, I, the people who aren't getting mad about the environmental stuff, which they probably should be because it's really bad. But yeah, like even like overlooking that, which we shouldn't, but we're gonna. What's yeah. the point? Looking I've past... seen a lot of people compare it to like a signature, but like this is not the same as a signature. No, not like, at all. It's just a special file. Like really, that's all it is. It's just, it's the only thing special about it is it's technically the only one, but I don't know. The image is available to everyone. So. I've heard people kind yeah. of compare it to like Pokemon cards, how there are ones of lesser value and then ones of greater value. And like, it doesn't have to be something as big as like a Mona Lisa or even mm -hmm. this meme that's garnered so much attention. It could just be like a sports team and they make like a little gif or gif of one of their players and they make it an nft and it's kind of like from what i've understood it's like taking back things from the public domain and you're putting a price to it so like i don't really get it i think it's just like um, ruining the experience for the consumer but um, that's my so, opinion. So basically, basically the way how you just explained it, it's kind of like how it, it's just basically trademarking at that point, just having your own personal trademark. I guess kind of, but not even really because it doesn't matter. Like the other person doesn't have any like copyright rights over the image. They just get this one file of it. It's no trademark. But even then, why do you want it so bad? It's like, he, like okay, I'm going to go open like, up my it. JPEG. Oh wow! Look at that. Why? Like, if you're gonna spend so much money, why get something like physical? Yeah, I don't know. I'll <laughs> never. Yeah, I won't get this. It's, it's probably just awesome. like for the people that understand it, they're probably like, "Oh, this is a great investment opportunity." But you know, honestly, that might that be true. That's probably it. I know, like, I don't know, with cryptocurrency and probably these two, that's probably that what's on their minds. A lot of it does go back to investments that's a really good point but still money why? but again going back to the environmental impacts exactly I hope these things aren't around for very long so hopefully it's not a good Listen, exactly if it's, if it's but, around for a long time that this shows that the world's going to a deep 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 yeah you know i think i read a statistic um i don't know i should fact check this but it's like apparently like cryptocurrency because of like the data mining not the data mining um the servers that they have to run has like offset all the solar energy we've created like ever like all the progress made i don't know i'll have to fact check that what? but yeah like every single like so the whole, the whole the whole going green initiative using using natural sunlight as a power source just like just throw out the window just just for money. Nice. Yeah. Way just for worlds. cryptocurrency. Okay, this Way is starting to, to depress me. This is starting to depress me. So we're gonna move on here. I I expected something lighthearted, something kind of fun, but oh wow, that got that turned kind of heavy really fast. So before I tell you about this next story, I'm gonna play you all a video. Yeah, that's right. We're playing a video. Mm, high tech. I, yeah, I know, I'm trying today. I'm trying. 
So right here, this video is crazy to me. All right, look at this. Uh... Whoa, that dude's playing with fire. Aggressive cow. But right there, so that what you just saw, that was a cow on the loose, a wild cow, because of course that happens. So shoppers yeah. at a grocery store in Britain, they got surprised when they found this cow. It was just in the parking lot and then they tried to get inside the store. So there was this onlooker named Steve Shunyowski and he said that he watched as people tried to capture the cow because you know, what else would you do? And he yeah. said, quote, people were starting to approach it, which I thought was a terrible idea. That guy tried to <laughs> grab it, but when it came towards him, he completely bobbled it. He literally forgot everything we've ever been taught about bulls and wearing red, end quote. He said, well, he did say the origins of the cow, nobody has no clue about it. And they don't even know what ended up happening to it. And the funny thing is to me, he says, if you got a map out and you looked at it, you wouldn't find a single place nearby that a cow could have possibly even come from. Wow. Wait, so he said insane. it'll be one of those things that he thinks about on his deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this oh, reminds man. me of? That is mysterious. You know what this exactly reminds me of? What? You know that story about the, uh, the cow we talked about weeks ago? Oh, yeah. That's this probably... is the third escaped animal story, right? This is. There was this the is... first cow story. There's something else we did. It wasn't a cow, but I forget what the deal was. Yeah. Animals are weird. That's oh, yeah. insane. That's like one of those, like, that kind of reminds me of like a ghost story. You know, how like a cow shows up in a city and it's like, but there are no cow places around here. <laughs> like, where did it come from? I don't know. That's spooky. I feel like wild cows are actually fairly friendly as long as you don't aggravate them but that one looked a little agitated because it's not in its environment yeah. Yeah. The, the cows yeah. are not all those different people it's like what, what's going on around here imagine like walking around in a walmart and then you see a cow it's like oh i didn't know the, the beef was that fresh like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like not at walmart. Just, just like that that's kind of out of place right there that doesn't belong it's opposite day, I guess. Yeah, it's opposite day. Yeah. It's just so weird to me, these animal stories. It's even weirder that people tried to catch it. Like, what are you going to do with yeah. it? What, like, what are what you going to do thinking? with it? Oh, hey, I'm going to catch this cow. Okay, now what? Let's say you capture the cow. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do? You're holding on to this cow? Wait, you're going to, like, Yeah. Uh, you're gonna ride it on your way into the grocery store, but like, give me the free food. <laughs> just show up like little Nozak. I have a thing. lethal cow. Sitting there, just sitting there. Hey, trade? Let me trade. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> like, do trades? This was in England, too. This was like, in England, so they say, yo. I don't, I feel like I've never, like, I've been to England and I don't remember, because in New Jersey, I feel like you can pass by, like, some farms or just, like, people's plots of lands, and they might have, like, cows or horses or yeah, whatever. Like, I don't really remember seeing cows in England. Like, well, that's what the guy was saying. He has that's no clue where from. That is so spooky. Where'd the cow come from? I need to know. All right, we all need theories before we move on to our entertainment segment. All right. So, you know, you know the whole thing about, you know, having a cow fall from the sky? Yeah. That's what happened. Okay. The cow, the, the cow jumped over the moon, and you know the, the, the cow, you know, landed down up the sky. So that's that's my theory. Okay, that could work. Jake, Anna. 
Mm, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the classic answer, which is basically how animals landed on islands, like how kind of the spread of animals and evolution happened. The cow fell into, I'm going to guess, the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. And bobbed its way to England. Okay. And there it landed and it was hungry so it went to the grocery store yeah naturally to eat some more beef yeah mm-hmm. uh, no cannibalism or anything that's right jake i think that this was like okay so here's the theory i think that this was a distraction from something i don't know but like could you imagine if you were gonna like i don't know like rob a place and then you were like here's what we're gonna do we're gonna put a cow at the place across the street so everybody sees that and freaks out about that that is brilliant. We got to check if there's banks in the area. Yeah, no. Uh, UK police, definitely. Yes, the that. Bobbies. That's the, no, that's, that's the, the Australian ones. Oh, wait. Yeah. All right. My theory before we move on is that, okay, so it was it's a revenge story. It's a class revenge story, okay? We're getting another screenplay here. So it heard, it, this, this is a cow that can understand human speech, all right? So it's on a farm. It's on a farm in Germany, got it? And it's hearing about just the massacre of its brethren and how they're being sold for meat and for sport. And it was so disgusted that it decided to seek out this one supermarket in Britain. It swam across the English Channel. Why this one supermarket though? Why didn't it rise up against its farmers for participating in such an unethical practice? It. Sometimes we just can't understand things on the level of a cow. Yeah, so it I got guess. there I, and it tried uh, to avenge, but it but it, it got away, but he will be back. Or I guess she because it's a cow. The cow, cow will, be back. will be back. Yes, that's important to remember. But now we can move on to our entertainment segment with Trevor Joya. Trevor, Hello. Tell me Yo. all things entertainment. Hello. First off, I love the two cows ideas. I think the one that would be really funny to make is the cow being his direction for the robbery. That'd be hilarious. Um, It'd work, right? It, it would be really funny. I can imagine it. And the cow seeking revenge, I can kind of see that being like a grindhouse, almost like 70s, 1970s <laughs> revenge movie and stuff like that. But we're not talking about my movie ideas. No, we're talking about, we're talking about the entertainment. More importantly, yeah. we're talking about superhero news because because there's always going to be superhero news but there are a lot of superheroes but the best show currently on right now invincible is getting their season two and season three renewal and if you it's it's genuinely to me one of the best shows i have seen in a long time what's it about it's about this kid named mark wade mark he's a he's the son of like a Superman type character. And let's just say it makes the boys look like nothing by comparison. The Amazon show, The Boys. Oh, The Boys. Uh, yeah. What is that? It's the most violent show possible. Oh, okay. Of course it is. Wait, 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 wait. If it makes the boys look like nothing. Yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. It, it makes, it, it actually makes you, it actually makes you care about the characters. And it doesn't make you, and it doesn't make the characters seem bad, but it actually makes you morally question whether the characters are good or not. I like okay. that. I like this kind of shows. Yeah, so yeah it's 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 a back and forth conversation of like, is this person good? Is this person bad? At the end of the day, 
and stuff like that. It, it to me is very interesting and very compelling and I love it. And I can't wait to see more seasons of it because if they're going the direction they're going in, I'm like, this show is going to be insane to watch. I'm and I have, I have the comic books. I have the compendium volume one and volume two. They're beautiful comic books. Absolutely beautiful. And, but it's, it's, it's one of those things that I really find, I really can't wait to see more of. I can't wait to see more of it. If they're yeah. going to do, it's just going to be awesome. Yeah, definitely. So can you tell us about the other superhero news? Um, so, so DC fandom will return in October 20, 16th, 2021. The online digital event that happened last year in August, in the summer, we are going to get possible information about, the speculation is that we're going to get possible trailers for The Flash, Black Adam, Green Lantern Corps, and a whole bunch of other things because last year's DC fandom was packed with content. What is DC fandom? Last year, like DC fandom is an online event that happens, that was like a 24 hour event, almost like a Hall H panel but online okay. and digital. You know, you, you're making me look like a bad media major. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as you know, like it's, DC is currently going in a direction that they're going to eventually burn themselves to the ground because I just think that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the thing <laughs> good that Marvel's- oh. Good reason. <laughs> much better. That's the thing. Um, because Cam, the direction they're the, the direction they're going in is not going to be good. Let's just say that. I mean, I can't, going I can't. to be. I think it hasn't been, but I don't know. Well, right. well, I won't me, say much positive about any. <laughs> well, to me, it's like it's like I think I I genuinely loved DC fandom last year. It was really good because we got to see the first teaser trailer for the Batman mm. with Matt Reeves and Barbara Patterson. I'm like. Robert Patterson actually looks good as Batman. I'm like, yeah, I didn't think that at the time. I didn't realize that was a good idea. And we got our first news about like what the Snyder Cut is going to be when it's coming out. I I think even though yesterday they did twist a knife and fans saying, we're going to have the 4K version of of Justice League from 2017. Don't you guys want that? I'm like, no. Nobody asked for the 4K version of Justice League from 2017, directed by Josh Whedon. Nobody mm. asked for that. Mm. Nobody. He just downright voted it. It's now currently sitting at 34 dislikes. It's great. It's the best thing ever because people, all the comments just say, restore the Snyderverse, restore the Snyderverse. That's funny. I, I hear the thing about like the superhero thing is yeah. Marvel is much better than DC. And I, I'm not really a superhero guy. I know, Cam, you love your superheroes. But I will say, I will say that Marvel's got something on these. They've got Spider-Man. Spider-Man's yeah. the best. Yeah, and I think, I think with 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 the whole Marvel versus DC thing, I think, I don't think there's any conflict. I think there's more about like, fans don't know what they're doing. But that's it. But I think, it's I think gonna be good. It, I think a lot of it's because of casting decisions. Um, yeah. Like. Personally, I think it's foolish as anything to have Jesse Eisenberg play someone like Lex Luthor. Yeah. yeah. You kidding me? I, I've said, I've said they, they could have had Brian Cranston in the role. They could have had this character. They could have had that actor. 
They could have had a bunch of actors. It was just miscasting. Have you have you ever seen um, Ant Man? Yeah. No. Corey yeah, Stoll. Yeah. Corey Stoll. Yeah, I know. Then, yeah. So like, if, if he played, if he played Lex, that that'd be that was like Ooh. the perfect the perfect oh. role, the perfect role. Oh, I didn't even realize he would have been perfect as Lex Luthor. Exactly. But, you know, DC likes to miscast things, and that's that's what set them back so many years. Yes, it did. So what do you what do you, what do you all think? What what are your opinions on these superheroes and everything? Uh, I think we should um I think we should abolish superheroes. I, abolish? I think yeah, I think I think they should be gone. I think there's room for stories about superheroes, but I think Marvel, after Endgame, they blew their whole, like, they just, it's just done. I think it's done. Nobody cares about Marvel anymore. Yeah, no. I, I talk I, about, and yeah. DC is just, is just, is just stuck in the corner and keep banging their head against the wall because they don't know what they're doing 90% of the time, so. I, I honestly think it's always, there's always still room to grow. Yes, it's it looks like that you know Marvel kind of lost its flame because you know Endgame was you know such a uh, huge impact. Yeah. But you gotta think the last the past year they couldn't produce any content because of the uh, the pandemic. So we're gonna see what's what can uh, generate within the next next few years for you know both DC and Marvel. Yeah, totally. I mean. I'm not really like a superhero fan of the slightest, but all of this sounds exciting, you know, <laughs> for what it's worth. Yeah, there's a lot coming up in the superhero world, DC and Marvel's always got stuff going on, but that is going to finish us up today here on the Morning Buzz, the Friday edition of Morning Buzz. Next week, don't worry, you won't hear my voice again. Wesley will be back. Wesley, Jake, and Jalen, and Cam, and of course, Trevor. It'll be a good show with the Morning Buzz airs every Monday to Friday. 8 to 9 a.m. And if you are interested, you could tune in here at 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you later, and I will talk to you on Thursday. Sit back and relax because you're listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, the heart of Montclair Stadium.